0: Welcome to the financialsombrero.com podcast, episode number six. The MacBook or the ThinkPad? Which is the best starter business laptop for you? All right, so in previous episodes, I've talked more about personal finance education, some of my views on investing and real estate. For today, I'm going to talk about something just really basic, which is when you start, assuming you're going to start some sort of side business, side hustle, or even a hobby? Um, what sort of laptop should you get to to use for that? So obviously, a lot of us have jobs, we work for companies, you don't want to commingle your your work that you have at your company laptop with your side hustle or hobby work. It just doesn't make sense. In the financial sense, the commingling of funds is something that's talked about a lot. If you read about when you have a business, specifically a corporation, everything you read about that will tell you Never commingle your personal assets with your business assets, and there there there's some important legal reasons why you want to keep that money separate that's also an accounting nightmare if you don't do that so much like keeping your finances separate, you need to have a separate hardware um, to do your business. you never want to do any business hobby or personal email on your on your work email all right so if you've come to the conclusion that yes you want to start some kind of hobby, maybe a side hobby, something that can turn into a business. Maybe it's actually going to be an active side hustle where you're going to be bringing in income. Um, you're going to need another um, a computer. Now, preferably you're going to want a laptop. Um, at least here's what I thought when I started this with Financial Sombrero. I wanted to have a laptop, something that's portable that if I wanted to do work, um, maybe early before work or late after work, and I want to have something that I could just keep as a spare laptop in my backpack and I could work on it at any time. I could open it up, you know, before, maybe during lunch or late um, after hours. Or if you wanna move it around in the house, you don't want a desktop computer that seems kind of out of date. All right, so what are your two options? Well, I knew I needed to replace um, an older Windows laptop that I had. It just um, it wasn't really upgradable. It, the screen wasn't working. It had some some of the buttons weren't working. And even if I took it all apart, which I did, the replacement parts to kind of get it all back together, it still wouldn't be uh, powerful or good enough of a laptop to, to use what I needed. Um, what I ended up doing with this old laptop, I ended up putting um, another OS on it and it did work okay for that purpose, but that operating system was really just sort of a toy, um, something that I was playing around with. All right, so, so I wanted to get an industry standard strong laptop. So the two that I looked at were the MacBook, both the, the MacBook Pro and the ThinkPad. So there's different versions of the ThinkPad um, that's sort of the standard sort of corporate laptop that I've used for a long time. So I'm very comfortable with the ThinkPad. Um, not, I'm not as familiar with the MacBook line, but I know a little bit about them. I know a little bit about the hardware. So yeah, the first thing you're going to have to figure out is um, when you start to look at, and in my case, I looked at the 2018 and 19 MacBook Pros and the MacBook Airs, um, well, I mean, it's a very well-made system. The whole ecosystem is, is really good. The hardware is generally very good hardware, very high-quality spec in terms of what you get with um, compared to maybe a standard Windows laptop. Um, but it's a closed system. It's not the kind of system you can modify um, the way you can with a Windows system. There aren't as many changes you can make. Although there are, there are some other opportunities where you could buy a Windows laptop and you could do something called Hackintosh where you apply the Apple operating system to a Windows laptop. But th- there's some downsides with doing that. We could, I'll talk later about you know the pro or con of using a Hackintosh system. But the, the two systems I landed on from a comparison standpoint was I'll either get an Apple um, MacBook or I'll go get a, a Lenovo, um, something like a Lenovo. But Lenovo was the brand that I was sort of stuck with. So what kind of got me um, interested in the Macbook? Well, um, today is um, early April, 2020. So obviously the Starbucks aren't open right now, but up until a couple weeks ago, if you ever walked into a Starbucks, um, you'll notice sort of a couple common themes with a lot of people who are either working from home or doing side work. Most of them have Macbooks. Most of them have either um, the airbuds or Beats headphones and um, the if they're doing some side work, the majority of them seem to have this more expensive um, Apple MacBook hardware. So it's a very common platform for people, um, whether you do something creative with video or if you're just doing text, um, it just seems to be a, a real common platform. Um, they're also real popular in colleges, depending on where you go. So a lot of people get comfortable with the Apple ecosystem while they're in school. But for me, the uh, the OS from from the Macintosh uh, that that comes with the Macintosh is a little foreign to me. I'm I'm my experience is more on the Microsoft, um, Wintel side. Um, I do have some Unix experience, so I was familiar with um, some elements of what the Mac operating system had. But overall, I was more of a Windows person, so I may have been a little biased kind of out of the gate. So, so what did I do? Well, first I went around and I I tested a bunch of um, different. Uh, MacBooks, So I went to the Mac store, I went to the Best Buy. And the first thing that just, I couldn't get comfortable with was the keyboard. So this was the 2018 and I believe some of the 2019 models. And the keyboard just had such a different, such a lighter feel than the Lenovo laptops I have. I've had the Lenovo Yoga and different versions of the Lenovo Carbon. So all within the last, let's say five to six years um, I've had a range of those different models. Um, I couldn't, I couldn't seem to get used to the keyboard of the MacBook. And I've, I've been told that once you just own it for a while, you'll get used to that lighter keyboard feel. But in my case, I, I tried several times to just write a full paragraph kind of, um, the way I would write a paragraph on any lap, any sort of, um, keyboard. And I just couldn't get comfortable with it. And, um, I imagine if I had stuck with it a little bit longer, I think I sat in the Apple store maybe for 20 minutes and just rewrote a couple paragraphs over and over, and uh, I just couldn't get the speed and the the comfort that I um, that I would normally get with my with my Wintel laptops. But um, the, let's not sort of take it away. I mean, the the keyboard is one thing. The system is really really nice. Um, some of the MacBook uh, Pros I looked at had a new type of um, kind of option bar at the very top, and it's a very nice feature. You could you could set it to have different functions right available to you. Instead of a physical button, you have this sort of um, uh, almost like plastic, um, I don't know what it's called, but essentially a, a set of buttons you could have up above your keyboard. And I, I thought it was great. I mean, I really was tempted to just pick this one up. I think they were having a sale at the time, the MacBook Air was somewhere around a thousand dollars. The Pro, the MacBook Pro that I liked, was closer to twelve hundred, maybe thirteen hundred, out the door. So it was, um, you know, I, a little more money than I wanted to spend on a side project. So I, I left for the store thinking I needed to look at some more options. So, so what did I do? So since one was closer to twelve hundred dollars, I thought maybe I could find a less expensive Lenovo option since I've used the Lenovo laptops at work for so long. And so I did what uh, what most people do. I just went on OfferUp and Craigslist, ended up finding more on OfferUp. And OfferUp is is essentially like a Craigslist. And I've looked for sort of used um, alternatives to the MacBook. So most of them were ThinkPads. And I saw they were about maybe three to $400 for maybe the five-year-old models, six, seven-year-old models getting even less. Um, and here's what's interesting. A lot of people I found that were selling these were sort of bulk buyers. So these are guys and gals who buy a whole group. Maybe they buy a box of 10 of these used Lenovo's. Usually they buy them from a corporate client or a reseller who's, who's bought 10 from a corporate client. And they go through these machines. Um, they clean them up. They make sure all the components are, are there, make sure everything's working, and they resell them sort of as a, at a low cost. The The great thing was um, the one that I found and the one that I ended up getting very interested in kind of had everything I needed. It was an i7 processor. It was the thick 14-inch model, which is what I was looking for. I think it was about seven years old, so it was a, maybe a 2012 or 13. Um, but th- this one had the upgraded solid-state drive. Um, it had, I mean, the only thing that it didn't have was a battery that that uh, had low in cycles i mean the battery had a lot of cycles on it so it just it wouldn't hold the power and um, i asked the guy right away when i met with him so this was a tempting move do i get the 1200 1300 high-end you know very cool looking very slick hardware you know apple product or do i go with something a lot less expensive do i go with something that is going to work as a hobby thing and maybe when i'm done i could upgrade it to maybe a higher quality one and give it to my son so that's what I ended up doing so um, the it, the reseller of this it was a typical sort of offer-up thing I met him at a Starbucks um, near kind of in between both of my work and I think he had worked from home uh, kind of repurposing these these MacBook or these uh, uh, laptops so I met with him I think his ad was something like four hundred dollars um, I ended up Negotiated it down to $300 cause I recognized that the battery would have to be re- be replaced. So I walked out with a $300 laptop that the battery would only stay charged for about an hour, but I knew that was something I could fix. So the first thing I did when I got the laptop home, obviously, um, if you've been doing this for a while, the first thing you do when you buy one of these products is you take it apart. So I disassembled it, looked at all the components, made sure, um, looking up closely under more of a, of a glass, um, that there wasn't anything in there, that was extra dirt, extra corrosion, and it looked pretty good. Um, The only thing was the battery, even though it looked great, it just wasn't holding the power. So like anything, you know, I did my first check, look at Amazon just to see if they have that battery. And sure, Amazon will sell you a battery for that model laptop I have for $150. So that's where a lot of people would go and they would just sort of pick it up. I obviously knew that there was probably a cheaper alternative, and I did. I ended up finding that same... Lenovo battery replacement um, coming from China which was interesting for $42 and I figured well what do I have to lose I don't want to spend 150 and um, chances are a lot of people had purchased batteries from this company Um, so I you know plumped down $42 to buy the battery replacement um, tracked it it took maybe a week but I eventually got my battery Um, once I installed that battery I now had a really slick touchscreen Lenovo Um, pretty high quality in terms of components and usage um, laptop. And I was ready to go, and I didn't have to spend the $1,200. So in the end, this laptop cost me $342. Um, That that was sort of the total price. So maybe a fourth of the price of the really nice MacBook Pro. Um, Depending on um, how much time I'm going to spend on the channel recording, um, I might want to have some video video recording capability, which some of the Mac software um, that comes native and that you can get for the Mac products um, is sort of a common, it's a staple for people who do any sort of um, audio and video editing. So at some point, maybe I'll trade up to that. For now, I got to say I'm really happy with my sort of lower cost purchase. Um, I realize it's not a perfect laptop, but it does pretty much everything I need it to do at this point. So if you're looking at, Getting a used laptop to sort of start your side hustle, start a business, um, I would really look at cost first, because if you're not making money on the side hustle, um, there's just no reason to spend a lot of money to get it going. Um, I know that's counter to what you hear from a lot of entrepreneurs. They always say, invest in yourself, You know, buy the products you need, buy the classes you need, buy the services you need. But this is a case where most of what I need to do, um, I can do on this laptop, and I'm really happy with it. Well, I hope this helps um, if you're looking for making that decision on a brand new MacBook versus another platform. Um, in my case, I stuck with you know the common staple that I know, which is the Windows platform, looking forward maybe to upgrading to the Mac platform down the road. Um, let me know if this helps. Please send me um, any questions you have. Thank you for the feedback that people have sent thus far. Um, it's really, really helped. Yes, I'm working on sort of um, on the uh, recording side of things, getting the audio a little bit better. So to the folks that sent me those those comments, I really do appreciate it. And I'll talk to you next time on financialsombrero.com podcast.